Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Daily Grind. This is a song called Lunatic Fringe. It's from an album called Vision Quest. There was a movie called Vision Quest. I don't remember what year it was, but... Um, I like the song, but I like the movie. It's an old movie, you should watch it. Lunatic Fringe by Red Rider. Shout out, Red Rider. Shout out to uh, the movie Vision Quest, and shout out to having a vision. I cannot stress enough how important it is to have a vision for your life. In the Bible, it says, a man without vision shall perish. And I lost my vision, and... When I was young, I had a vision for my life. I wanted to be the next John Maxwell, the next Tony Robbins, the next Zig Ziglar, Tom Hopkins, shout out to all you guys, the next Gary Keller. And I had a vision and I was very clear on that vision. I actually actually wrote out a vision for my life I created what's called a life plan on November 17th of 2004. I have it right here. I found it about two weeks ago. Tommy, everybody. Tommy Harms, director of movement for Pure Gold. And um, I had a vision for my life, and I knew exactly where I was going, and I knew exactly who I was going to be, I thought, and God had different plans. It's so funny, people have plans, and then those plans get derailed. Mine got derailed. I went through an embezzlement scandal in 2009. woman stole half a million dollars from me and left me with a $300,000 tax bill, and then she died. She was 37. I forgive her for that. Um, she was the controller of my company, my old company, Goldwasser Real Estate. And I've been telling my partners I don't trust her. And they said, no, she's here all the time. She never takes vacation. If your person that's handling your money never takes vacation, check what they're doing. If you get calls from creditors that are saying, hey, we're not getting paid. Can, can you get us paid? And you're making millions of dollars or even thousands of dollars, check and do not let people have a rubber stamp that they can sign checks with because she was stealing money from me for three years. And I went through this embezzlement scandal and we found out because she found out 37 years old, she had stage four lung cancer and she died. We never got a dime of that back and she wasn't paying my payroll taxes. And so I had a $300,000 tax bill that was 
October of 2009, I found that out. January of 2010, I lost my top agent. I had about 100 at the time because of something my friend had done in the embezzlement scandal. And um, she didn't like that. And she recruited away half my agents. That was January through June of 2010. And then the woman I met when I was 11, started dating when I was 13, married when I was 23, built a company with and had three children with, said, I don't want to be married anymore. And that's what you call a one, two, three punch. And I got so depressed. I thought my life was over. And instead of getting up at five in the morning and going through my mindset exercises, I started getting up at six and going to the pantry and pouring a glass of vodka and drinking that and then going to my garage and smoking a cigarette and looking at my car. I did this for about a year. And I thought I could just get in that car and turn it on leave the garage door closed, and it would all be over. But I didn't because I have three children that I love. Shout out to my three children. I'm sorry if you're watching this and you have to hear that. It's, it's just truth, and people need to hear it because they might be going through it too, and I hope I help them in some way. And I lost my vision. And then I regained it. I started working on my sobriety on July 1st of 2013. And I had a little bit of sobriety. I got clear on some things. And I started to get my vision back. And then I launched a new company. I ended up breaking up the old company. And I launched a new company called Pure Gold, which we're expanding around the globe right now and the country. And if you're interested in joining a company that is run by a mission to positively impact the lives of everyone we touch and values, personal growth, leadership, teamwork, world-class service, and fun. You can join us or you can call us and we'll see if you're a fit. If you believe in those values and that mission, we'd like to talk to you anywhere in the country. And I kept relapsing and... I never was able to get back on track and I lost my vision and then I got more addicted because I thought my dreams were never going to come true and then I succumbed to full-on addiction. And then I got help and now I'm sober completely sober and people think I'm on drugs now because I'm fueled with energy that I can only explain by one thing and that's that I surrendered my life to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. I got sober and I surrendered my life to God and I don't care if you're a Christian or not. It doesn't matter. You don't need to turn this off if you're not or be offended because um, I'm not going to push that on you. Um, I don't care. If you're a Christian or you're not a Christian, I don't care. I am. And it's changed my life. And I got out of treatment after 90 days. How long ago, Tommy? 10 weeks? February 12th. February 12th, I got out of treatment. It is now May 2nd. So we're talking about a little under three months ago. And the only explanation I have for what's happening in my life is that God 
exists. And he gave me my vision back and I surrendered my life to his will, not my will. And um, I started to look for a new place to live. I lived in sober living for a while, which is what you're supposed to do after you get out of treatment. So you can make the transition. You live with a bunch of other sober guys. And I was living with like five other guys that were all working on their sobriety. And then I had to move out of there because I was ready. And I found this place where I live now. And I emptied out a storage unit. And in that storage unit, there were about 10 boxes full of writing and business plans and my old high school yearbooks and pictures and history. And I found the vision that I created on November 17th of 2004. And today I have two suggestions for you. And if you want to turn the podcast off, I'll give them to you right now. Number one is start to think about your life and where you want to go. Number two is write it down. I'm going to give you four. Number three is laminate it so you never lose it. So 10 years, I haven't seen this for 10 years. I thought I lost it. I, I, I'm, I praise God. Thank you, God for allowing me to find my vision again. And he put it in a box for me and kept it safe because I laminated it. And um, the fourth step in this is to read it every day. So if you want to turn the podcast off now, go ahead. But I'm going to share with you what I did for my life plan. I, I created a personal mission statement. Can we put this up somewhere that people can see it? Jared? Jared's uh, the producer of my podcast. Shout out to Jared, everyone. Standing ovation. Welcome, Jared. Jared's awesome. Great friend of mine. Um, he has a podcast. What's it called? Bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. Go check him out. Subscribe. He is a lifelong learner, and he shares my same values, I think. Um, I wrote out my personal mission statement. I wrote up my top five values at the time, Tara and my children, personal growth, career, God, which wasn't, health, and family. And then I wrote my eulogy, and then I wrote a clarifying vision statement for each value. And then I wrote what I see and I pushed my life out 22, 20 years. Um, and now it's 18 years later. Um, so two years early. But here's what I wrote about my family life. Clarifying vision statement, family. My life is devoted to being an absolutely great father to my children and developing a strong friendship with them. I will be my wife's strongest supporter. I wasn't. I will always be her best friend and build a strong, trusting, respectful relationship for the rest of our lives. What I see. Vision. I am at age 52 and I'm living an incredibly enriched, full life. My relationship with my children is strong. Mason is 24 and Aiden is 22. I didn't have Sammy yet. During their lives so far, I've focused on being their friend without pushing myself on them, although I did push myself on them a lot. They share many of my same interests, and we still take many trips together. One of those trips is always to go biking. Sometimes we go to Moab, my favorite place on the planet. Shout out, Moab. And other times we stray and venture out. Wherever we go, we always have a great time together and share a lot about their hopes and dreams, as well as mine. We have created many strong memories and traditions together. My children look at me as a model 
of success and integrity. They understand that I've committed my life to growing as a person and to being a leader and a lifter of people. They are starting to model their lives after mine. They will always know how much I love them and how proud I am of them. My wife and I have been married for a long time. Didn't happen. Um, We have a strong relationship and we respect each other greatly. We have gone through many ups and downs, but early on we committed to always working together to get through anything. We have had many great times and built many great memories with our family. At this point, we have traveled all over the world. We built a very strong and successful life based on our values and our beliefs. We committed a long time ago to growing together and we have done that. We have devoted our lives to helping others. We set the bar very high for ourselves. We both committed to being strong models of how to live a good life, free of envy, jealousy, negative feelings, and need of things. That's not how I lived until now. And we are each other's best friends, and we respect each other greatly. And then I wrote the steps I will take. So we have a vision. People have a vision for their lives. And then you have to come back, and you have to set goals, and you can do that when you have the vision, daily goals to get there. And I wrote, I will truly talk to my wife uninterrupted for 20 minutes per night. I will send my wife flowers, flowers or a gift telling her I love her and respect her once a month. I will tell her she is my best friend and that I respect her daily. I will encourage all of her dreams. I will take my kids on one family vacation per year. I will make Friday after 3 p.m. my kids' time one Saturday. Our Saturday mornings will be our fun time, like the time I spent with my father. I will take them to a special lunch week. I will take them to a special lunch weekly. I will always carve out family time first. Then I wrote about personal growth. I'll read this one really quick. It's shorter. Clarifying vision statement, personal growth. I will devote my life to filling my mind, my body, and my soul with thoughts to help me build strong relationships. I will fill myself with wisdom through books, tapes, and seminars so that as I get older, I may teach others. Praise God. What I see. Since my mid-20s, I realized how important it was for me to grow as a leader. Now at age 52... I have over 25 years focused on filling my mind with thoughts that have made me a better person. Praise God. I realized early that the only way to change the world was to change myself. I put myself on a very strict, planned out, committed growth plan, and that has made all the difference. I am absolutely a product of the books I have read, the seminars I've attended, and my absolute dedication to thinking on the right things. Through my business, I've been able to teach others, and that has allowed me to grow even more. I am still, however, lighthearted, fun, and full of humor. (laughs) Praise God. My my growth has been consistent and committed. I still have a lot to learn. I still have a lot to learn. Steps I will take. I'll spend two mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. at the office thinking and planning. I will read 45 minutes at least daily. We will do weekly teamwork activities. I will spend 25 books with John Maxwell's book, Winning with People, and 25 weeks with people practices. I will attend four growth shops per year. And then I wrote about my career. Um, I wrote about God and my spiritual life. I wrote about my health and my extended family. And then I wrote uh, Goldwasser Team Vision. And 
and then I, back then I would read it constantly and uh, remind myself of who I wanted to be and what I wanted to become and how I'd be- become it. And um, I was not that person for a long time. And it took me getting sober. It took me surrendering my life to God. It took me at 50 years old. I had my first drink when I was 10. I smoked weed for the first time when I was 11 and started using different drugs and alcohol to get rid of the feelings that were making me feel shame and guilt and my father going to jail and then my father dying and things I didn't want to feel. I would use drugs and alcohol and I did that for 40 years and I finally stopped and I started feeling the feelings that I needed to feel and getting over them and realizing you can get through feelings that are struggling, making you struggle and making you resist what your life truly can offer you. And now at the age of 50, finally, I'm becoming a better man. And um, when I was away, I wrote a vision of the man I wanted to become because I was not a good man. I wasn't good to either of my wives. I wasn't good to really any woman. And so I wrote out the man I want to become to be a better partner. And I wrote down loving, empathetic, caring, thoughtful, compassionate, vulnerable, honest, strong, focused, selfless, considerate, encouraging, strong, intimate, passionate, sober. And then I took each one and I wrote out a paragraph. Loving. Loving. I want her to feel loved more than anything in the world. I want her to never wonder about how much I love her cherish and honor her. I want her to have a deep understanding that she is my world and that I will cherish her and honor her and love her more and more every day. I want to be the best man I can be and honor God by treating my woman like a queen, making her feel more loved and more beautiful than she has ever felt before. I will encourage her and I will lift her up every day. Empathetic. I never had an empathetic bone in my body. I was a self-centered, egotistical, self-involved, self-glorifying prick. And I started praying for empathy. I want to be more understanding of her feelings and be thoughtful of those feelings and respectful of those feelings. I want to see things from her point of view and be sensitive to those views. I want her to feel heard and respected. I will honor her wishes and be a better man. And the more And I will grow more in my relationship with her. Our connection will grow more and our love will grow. And then I wrote about caring, vulnerable, etc. And I started reading through those every day. And I read those to a friend of mine recently. And I realized I'm becoming that man. And at the age of 50, I've changed. And I am going to work on changing every day. And I'm going to share how I'm doing it. You can take it or leave it, to be honest. You can take this podcast or leave it. Um, The ones who want it, who want to change, who want to grow, who don't hate me for whatever reasons that people hate me for, I don't care. 
what other people think of me or my ideas. I created a video back in 2005. You can look it up on YouTube. It's, it's called I Just Don't Care. And I sat in a Starbucks and I said, I just don't care what other people think about me or my ideas. Or, but that was bullshit. I did care um, because I needed to feel better about myself and I wanted people to love me and I wanted to be a people pleaser. And that's a bullshit way to live. Be who you are but be better each day if you can, because you can, and that's what God wants for me, God. And it's, it's, a, it's a better way to live your life, to be a better human being to other people. It's just a better way to live. And um, so that's what this podcast today is about. It's about changing Um, who you are, and you can do that, but you have to have a vision, and you have to um, focus on it daily, and you have to create um, steps that you can take. This is a song called Change by one of my favorite bands, Blind Melon. And the lead singer of this band was a guy named Shannon Hoon, and he died at the age of 27 on a tour bus in New Orleans. He was on cocaine, he was on drugs, and he died. Don't feel the sun's coming out today. We're staying in. It's gonna find another way. Yeah. As I People think they can't change, especially if they're in addiction. You can change. I did. But it takes dedication. Oh, as I fade away. They'll all look at me and say. And they'll say, hey, look at him. And when I live that way, when life's okay. You're just afraid of change. Don't be afraid of change. Go after it. With everything you have, your life will change. Mine has. I love you guys. The Daily Grind. Hit subscribe. Tell your friends. Join the revolution. You got to stand up and take it.